0: Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey.
1: In our last episode, we talked about State of Grace from Red. Taylor's version. Mm, This
0: is the state of (laughs) courage. Today, we are discussing the song Foolish One from Speak Now, Taylor's version from the vault. Foolish One is the 21st track on Speak Now, Taylor's version.
1: Speak Now was originally released on October 25th, 2010, and Taylor's version was released on July 7th, 2023. This song was solely written by
0: Taylor. Heck Yes. Foolish One has yet to be played live by Taylor, as it was the only other vault track besides Electric Touch that was not played as mm-hmm. a surprise song. Hopefully, she will play it on the International Leg of the Era's Tour so we can finally hear it live.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: I can only imagine that she's going play I hope
1: so. It. I hope she plays all the songs Foolish she didn't play. Foolish One.
0: Uh, again, what happened to The Way I Loved You? Like, <laughs> I just can't understand that that wouldn't be one of her first picks.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a great song. It's, I don't it's know. It's a box. Okay, Devin, Mm. what do you think about Foolish One? I really like
0: this song. You know, as as we said before, all of the vault tracks on Speak Now, Taylor's version, are fantastic. Like, really, really, really great. And this one is so different from the others, and I really like that. It really, I think, lends to what Speak Now was all about, Mm. with her trying to experiment with different sounds and genres and everything on this album, and to really try and find her voice here and and I think that again all of these vault tracks really do that well and I would say that this song is probably like a easy listening adult alternative kind of song like (laughs) Jack Johnson or like uh I was gonna say John Mayer but (laughs) yeah I mean
1: I feel like I mean I guess Sarah Bareilles
0: you know that's
1: true I was kind of thinking it was kind of like country pop yeah, okay. Maybe? Maybe? Maybe. I don't
0: know. I feel like this would be on, like, the Coffeehouse station on, like, Sirius XM.
1: Yeah. Foolish Mom, if they played Foolish One, one on Coffeehouse, let us know.
0: <laughs> you know, I just, I don't hear her usual, like, countryness in the song. Yeah, you're right, you're but right. But, I love how this song just starts with Taylor singing. It just, like, she pops into existence. I mm-hmm. love it. And there's no need for an intro. It's just her and it's great and this melody is just like super duper fun and she hops all over the place. it goes really high in her register and it, it it's a really really great melody. I love the groove of the mm. song. The chorus is super catchy. It's just like so so fun, foolish ones no. checking your mailbox. Mm-hmm. You know, just like bopping around to it. You know, easy listening. You're at the you're at the nail salon and it's playing in the back, or you know, <laughs> you're at you're at a coffee house and it's just playing in the back. It's great. The question I thought of immediately when I heard this song for the first time was, what kind of a mailbox is she talking mm-hmm. about? Is she talking about an actual mailbox where real mail goes like cards and <laughs> magazines. Is she talking about her email mailbox where she would get perhaps an email of a crush saying that they an AOL mailbox if you will for AIM, <laughs> you know? Her her voicemail. Did she have a cell phone in these days? I don't know. I know that like I didn't really have an email until I was in college.
1: No, I, that's not true.
0: Super true. Really? Like I, I like had one, but I like didn't use it. No, oh,
1: I used email.
0: You know, I yeah. didn't use my. I didn't really use email until college when they, you know, would send you. What like about your AIM? Stuff. Well, that's I am.
1: Yeah, but it was your email.
0: Like ragtime nine at AOL.com?
1: <laughs> Find Devin there, guys. He doesn't know how to log into it though, so you'll be writing into the no, void. <laughs> that wasn't my
0: first one though. My first one was Damoca nine nine nine. <laughs> that, that was my first one, but I'm guessing, and I, that it was an actual real mailbox because of the time that she wrote this, and she was in high school, right? And no,
1: it's 2009. What? The album didn't came you, out didn't in she write this way
0: earlier than like the actual when the album came out? I don't think so. I don't think really we have any record
1: <sighs> of knowing that. I think that it's purposely ambiguous, mm. like it could mean anything. Mm.
0: Like any um, kind of mailbox. Yeah,
1: the way I see it is like like the idea of messages that are coming from someone anywhere. Like stop mm. checking to hear from someone. You're not gonna hear from uh-huh. them. So it could be any mailbox.
0: Okay. Well here I am again taking it super literally <laughs> instead of like a metaphor or whatever. But I took it
1: more as like, yeah, like an email or a voicemail yeah. than a literal mailbox.
0: Mm. I still think that getting, like, an actual letter in the mail from a crush would be one of the most incredible things, you know? Especially, like, when you were younger, to just get, like, a, oh, my God, there's, like, a, a card in the mail from Yeah,
1: oh, I definitely think Jimmy, that's special, and, for and sure.
0: Jimmy wants to take me to the school sock hop. Yeah. Oh, like, in
1: 2009, we had cell phones. The yes. iPhone came out, I think, in, like, 2007.
0: Uh, yeah. So- no, I had, I had a very <laughs> lame cell phone.
1: No, I mean, that's more normal, but I just mean in terms of, like, technology. I just can't People really remember. letters in 2009 like people still send letters but they had other forms of communication
0: (laughs) i i don't know i don't know i guess i'm just all sort of mixed up with my timelines here uh, anyway i'm just old and okay we're gonna say let's say an email mailbox sure for the sake of this argument okay and whatever there actually is no argument I love the bridge of this song it's so so fun it just like really really goes all over the place again the melody of now i'm sliding down your wall Mm -hmm. it's so fun the lyric you've got her on your arm and me in the wings i'll get your longing glances but she will get your ring Oh my God! So real, so relatable, and then you realize maybe that in this last verse that she's the other woman. What do you mean? As in, like he'll she'll get his longing glances. Yeah, well, she's
1: the other, the other woman, but she likes him. He doesn't like her back. But
0: but but he gives her longing glances.
1: Yeah, he's giving her enough for her to still be. Yeah, interested Yeah, exactly. In him. Yeah,
0: but is it a longing glance after something happened?
1: I mean, it could be, it could be not, yeah. you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So so I'm thinking that this is the precursor to Babe.
1: Ooh. No,
0: no, not really. But I have
1: another one of those in Gossip Cat. Yeah. Ooh,
0: okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. But that, that whole part there, that last verse, is so, so good in how she sounds and how the production drops out. It's so good. Mm-hmm. You've got her on your arm and me in the wings. Yeah, it's, it's just so, like, it's, it's so. The whole last verse is just so, like, and maybe I will finally learn my lesson. Yes. So, it's so uh, good. It's so real. I love the outro on this song too. So, you know, it, since she didn't have an intro, she had to have like the longest outro of all time. <laughs> um, all of her little ways that she switches up the melody. The la 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 la, mm-hmm. never gonna come. Just so fun. Great song. It does actually kind of give me Speak Now vibes, like the song Speak Now
1: a mm-hmm, little bit, mm-hmm. kind of the
0: same groove a little bit. Yeah. But again, yeah, just a fantastic song. Absolutely. Gab, what do you think of Foolish One?
1: You know I love any sephirad-ferential Taylor song, and any time that she examines her own behavior or mistakes made, I just love how she goes from saying, like, my and I in the verses about her feelings about this person mm-hmm. to speaking to herself as the foolish one mm-hmm. in the court. Chorus, yeah. Knowing that she understands both things can be true. Yeah. Um, she can both hope this person will change and like her back, mm. while also knowing that they probably never will. Oh, God. So hard. so real. Oh. Um, you know, she's also looking back kindly at her past self, who just wanted this person to like her back the way she liked them. Mm-hmm. I just love the lyrics. You will take the long way down, mm-hmm. and you will learn the hard way. Oh. You know, she knows that she has to learn this the hard way and she didn't figure it out the first time and she has to get hurt in the process. Ugh. And that's just kind of part of growing up. Like, I think there are elements of this song where she's singing in the moment, she knows mm-hmm. those things, both things to be true, but she's also singing to her younger self yeah. in some ways too. I see that. I, you know, I think some of our best lessons can often be learned the hard way, the long way, the long road. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes us time to learn and to learn to let go of maybe mistreatment we accept or people not showing us what we deserve. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty common theme. I think the chorus is exceptionally catchy, mm-hmm. really pleasing to hear, really pleasing to sing along to. It's kind of like you're instantly singing along to it. I really like how the lyrics are specific with the feelings, but general enough for anyone who's ever liked someone who didn't like them back to like completely relate. Yeah. I also think the lyrics are really vulnerable. And they, like, really share these deep, unrequited feelings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My favorite part is the verse immediately after the bridge. And I said, maybe it's still the bridge, question mark? Because we all know I struggle with bridges. Um, but the part you were talking about where the music kind of cuts out as she sings because you got her on your arm and yeah. me in the wings I'll get your longing glances but she'll get your ring Ugh. and you will say you had the best of intentions and mm-hmm. then like she emotionally sings and maybe I will finally learn my lesson as the music starts yep. coming back it's in so louder yeah. I think it's such an epic good moment it's i so love good. it
0: it's so good
1: it you just feel all that emotion mm-hmm. like maybe finally like you can be hard on yourself because because you're like, oh, I wish you had learned that. But it's also like you have to go through that journey to learn those things to be able to feel that way. Yeah, I love it so, it's so much. That's so good. It's so good. Um, and then I really love the ending and that change to her voice with the deeper... Register Mm. where she's finally learning and accepting the lesson that he just wasn't the one. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is kind of more present-day Taylor. Like, Mm. I think that this song, the beauty of this song being a vault song that she revisits and then re-records, it's almost as if a lot of it is written with that mindset in mind, and then at the end, she's, like, looking back on it, he just wasn't the one. Yeah. And I feel like that's something she can only accomplish with this Mm re-record project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because her voice is more, like, what her voice is like on midnights and mm-hmm. currently like he just wasn't the one yeah where like she's Very all over the place yeah. So singing, yeah i love it i think it's i think it's really good it's one of my fave oh yeah songs. it's
0: it's so good Devin, mm-hmm. do you
1: relate to foolish one oh yeah
0: can totally relate especially from my middle school years when mm. i was a caterpillar who hadn't yet become a <laughs> butterfly have i have i told this story already on this pod Christine story. I
1: don't know if you did. It's been a long time. So share it. Okay,
0: cool. You know, I had braces, glasses, super goofy haircut. I was so short. I had everything going against me and girls just didn't look at me the way that I looked at them. And it was mostly evident in this crush I had in eighth grade. And she had a crush on my brother. And I was crushing hard on her. And she didn't even notice me in that way mm. at all. So I didn't even get any longing glances from her. And my brother, quote unquote, got her ring mm. for sure. And I, you know, I never, I never got a letter in the mailbox from her. <laughs> no. No. Uh, saying that she had a crush on me. But, you know, things turned out okay, I think. I think so. <laughs> But But,
1: still, it's tough. Those feelings are really tough. And
0: those feelings are really tough, especially when it's, like, you know, early love and, like, early heartbreak and early crushing. And you just kind of have no idea what's happening. And your body is just, like, what are all these weird emotions and feelings that I'm feeling? Mm -hmm. And how do I, like, work through this? And then you're just, like, foolish one. You need to stop checking your mailbox. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. Anyway, totally relatable. Gab, do you relate?
1: Yes, I totally relate to the lyric, you give me just enough attention to keep my hopes too high. Mm. I've absolutely had feelings for someone that were not requited in the same way, yet oh. they gave me like enough breadcrumbs for me to like take way too long to learn my lesson sure. and to understand like they're just not the one and yeah. to understand like they might like you as a person, but they don't want it to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I finally learned that lesson when they started asking me for dating advice about someone they liked, which is just like, it's just such a harsh, harsh way to learn it, you know? It's hard. And like the whole time too, the wall, like I was like, I think they're flirting. I think I like this person. Like I absolutely knew better. Like Mm -hmm. I knew they didn't like me back, but I couldn't help my feelings. And it's so hard. Those crushes. Yeah. Tough. I get like sometimes like secondhand embarrassment for myself thinking of like what
0: a flirt (laughs) I was. (laughs) You're just like, I just want love, and I'm going to look for it in every place possible. Yeah,
1: and like, you know, like when you know you're just picking up on those tiny little Mm breadcrumbs, you're like, well, they smiled at me, Mm -hmm. so, you know... Yeah. And they said I looked good tonight. Yeah. So they want to be my boyfriend, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's just always so complicated, especially, like, growing up, too, and, like, you know, middle school, high school, college, like, all those dynamics where you're also, like, so oftentimes around young people your age. So there's just a lot more of, like, who's your friend? Who do you have feelings for? Who do you not? Like, yeah. all of that.
0: Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. Girl.
1: As we've previously touched upon, this song is about Taylor having feelings for someone who only gives her enough tension to keep her hanging on, even though she often knows better. My cards are on the table, yours are in your hand, chances are tonight you've already got plans, and chances are I will talk myself to sleep again. Oh, sad. Like, she knows, but she can't help wishing it were different and hanging on. Yeah. As soon as I heard the lyric, and the voices say, you are not the exception, you will never learn your lesson. Hmm. I absolutely thought about the 2009 film based on a self-help book by Greg Barron and Liz Tuchillo. He's just not that into you. Wow. wow. Yeah. And you know that because I said it like yeah. the second we heard the song. Yeah. If you like rom-coms and have never seen this movie, you absolutely should. It absolutely. was one of my favorites in high school. So good. Uh, The movie follows many different intertwining characters and relationships, but the main character is a girl named Gigi, who's played by Jennifer Goodwin, Mm -hmm. who's always waiting for a guy to call her back or message her. While she talks about her dating woes, a bartender starts helping her and giving her dating advice, telling her... You are the rule, not Mm -hmm. the exception. Yes. And that idea is that if someone isn't putting in that effort and making it clear that they like you, they just aren't that into you. That's the whole thing from that book. Nice. And then, yes, there's always exceptions. And then there's success stories for every situation where people kind of come around or realize they like you and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But the idea is that those are rare and those are exceptions. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that idea that if a guy isn't messaging you back... They probably aren't interested. Not the million excuses you make in your head of like, oh, maybe their phone's broken. Yeah. like that's kind of what a lot of the
0: movie. Maybe they lost my number. About. Yeah,
1: and so that idea of you are not the exception, which is a lyric Taylor uses here, is a huge theme in this mm-hmm. movie. It's like a total through line. And the fact that the movie came out in two thousand nine, which is right around the time that this song would have been written. Mm-hmm. I mean, the book came out in two thousand four. You know, there were tons of huge stars in this movie, so chances are very likely Taylor saw it. Oh, for sure. You know, like Jennifer Aniston, Scarlett yeah, yeah. Johansson, right. Drew Barrymore, yeah. Bradley Cooper. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a big movie.
0: Yeah. We know she loves rom-coms. Yeah,
1: it just, it leads me to believe that Taylor was at least inspired by the movie. Yeah. Just using that line, and also waiting for Confessions of Love, like your mailbox, like this character Gigi is always checking her voicemail mm-hmm. like messages. So that's why I feel like it's kind of inspired by that. Yeah, for and sure. And this is a gossip gab original theory. Ooh, and I feel very, I like very firm
0: about it. I think it I think that tracks.
1: I ultimately don't really believe that this song is about any of the guys that Taylor was linked to around this time. But some people on the internet think that it could be about John Mayer or Cory Monteith, mm. but I don't know. It's, they're, it's kind of mixed up. And I feel like it could be anyone she had a crush on at any point that yeah. wasn't requited. Some people also think that this could be about the speak now girl as a sort of precursor. Mm. Because of the lyric, I'll get your longing glances, but she'll get yeah. your ring." Right? Oh my god, I felt I that. I know. I felt that. I know. It's pretty wow, good. Thank yeah. You. Wow. Yeah. Also, interestingly enough, Taylor uses the lyric... I am no one's exception, this I have previously learned Mm -hmm. in Girl at Home on Red. And given that she didn't release Foolish One on Speak Now, it could be that she had this lyric about not being the exception saved, and she kind of turned the meaning a little bit and then used it in Girl at Home. Oh, interesting. I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. And then another lyric in Foolish One, and it's delicate, but I will do my best to seem bulletproof.
0: Mm. You know, a theme we know
1: Taylor explores later in relationships with the song Delicate. And then the idea of being bulletproof in Tell Me Why, you might think I'm bulletproof, but I'm not.
0: Right. So wow. a lot of
1: overlapping themes. Oh,
0: so many. And then
1: I just got to shout out our guy Aaron Dessner, our who's guy. the co-producer on this track.
0: Our guy. Our guy. Oh, so good. Yeah.
1: So what's your favorite line in Foolish One, Devin?
0: No gap. What's your favorite line in Foolish One?
1: My favorite line in Foolish One must, must, must be the part where she says, and maybe I will finally learn my lesson. The emotion is so good there. It's so high. It's such a triumphant moment, even though it's like also like she's kind of down on herself.
0: Mm -hmm. It's just a really good line. It's so good. I think that that is the only candidate for best line in this this song, I think. And I will finally learn my I feel like that was the moment where I was like, I love this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that whole bridge, I think, too, is really, really good. But that last part of the verse is just, like, amazing, that yeah. last verse. Yeah. is so, so, so good. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Okay, Devin. Mm-hmm. From one to ten, mailboxes full of confessions of love. Mm. What do you give this song? And also, cool. whatever type of mailbox, Peter Doodles will answer. That will answer our, will answer our question. question.
0: So, Peter, you hold the power.
1: Yes, I mean, like
0: for obviously for the mailbox.
1: It could be any mailbox. I do think that, but yeah. let's, that will answer our that's
0: question. it. And then it'll be set in stone, or yes. at least set in graphic design. Exactly. So I think I am going to give Foolish one eight mailboxes full of confessions of love
1: that's a lot of mailboxes it's a lot of love, love <laughs> i think
0: lots of confessions i think and it's just so so good mm-hmm. i i think that this is one of the top vault tracks on here mm-hmm. again all these vault tracks are amazing i'm so yeah. glad that we have this song yeah i love listening to it i love bopping to it, it it's just it's great yeah great tune Gab from 1 to 10 mailboxes full of confessions of love. What do you give the song?
1: I am also going to give Foolish 1 8 mailboxes full of confessions of love. All right.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Have you seen the movie He's Just Not That Into You? Mm. And do you agree with... My Gossip Cab original theory. Oh, yeah. You have a different theory of your own.
0: Yeah. Is Foolish One not your fave?
1: What type of
0: mailbox did do you, you
1: envision? What
0: mailbox do you think it is? <laughs> did, One of the ones with like a little red flag that got, you put up? You, know,
1: you thought that you didn't have a phone in <laughs> <to> 2009. <laughs> And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Tay to Z podcast. Yes, and
0: thank you as always to our patrons. You are the absolute best. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, next episode, we'll be covering Stay Beautiful from Taylor Swift. Come
1: hang with us.
0: I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.